hour number two of the Blitz. It starts right now, 1340 AM, 105.7 FM here on Fan Run Radio. You can download the Fan Run Radio app. That is free wherever you get your apps. Download us. Take us with you on the go wherever you might go, especially this holiday season. You know, heading out of your typical listening areas. If you want to watch along at home, that video feed, it's live, it's streaming. We're looking real good today. Looking real dapper. Look nice, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. If you want to watch along at home, that video feed, it's up over on Facebook. It's up over on Twitch. And, of course, streaming live on the Fox Sports Knox Twitter page. Your finest plaid? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Plaid it up. Is this, I guess this is plaid. I don't know. Is it? It's more of it. I don't know. What were you going to say? Checkered? Checkered, maybe. Crisscross. <laughs> I don't know my patterns. I don't either. I can I can break it. I, I can I can identify seersucker. Seersucker's cool. I'm a big I seersucker guy. Sucker, yeah. I love seersucker. I can identify seersucker, and I can identify a polka dot. Uh, and and once we get past those two, things get real tough. I think I'm gonna get like a seersucker suit when I'm real old. Be an old man. I used to own one, uh, but I don't think it fits. I don't know if it ever fit. I don't really remember. Uh, but I'd like to have another. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'd rock a seersucker suit. <laughs> we should bring it back. Can we see if we can get? Someone should have done that for like the Titans uh, oiler, like coming in the Titans Oilers. Uniforms. I should have done that. Yeah, you should have just gone in the seersucker suit with a helmet on. Can we see if we can convince Andy Brock next time he's calling Ooh. a game to wear some seersucker? Or do they have a dress code? Do they have to wear their plain suits? It feels like they have a dress code. Yeah. Maybe yeah. if you're like someone cooler than Andy, you can get away with it. We'll DM like Bill Walton. Yeah, like by that I mean like have been doing it long enough where they can do what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't know. But but maybe we can get him to wear some seersucker. Yeah. 11.05, uh, big hour two coming before we head home for the year. <laughs> I mean, we're we're peacing out in, in, in 55 minutes and uh, not coming back until 2024. 2024. I still haven't even gotten ready or used to, to writing down 2023 yet. Yeah. I didn't like 2023 writing it down, though. I didn't either. Ford's going to feel good, I think. I think Ford's going to feel a lot better. I was never a big 2-3 guy. Mm-hmm. MJ, LeBron, <laughs> gross. 2-4, <laughs> though. Chris Hope. Who's some other notable 24s? Kenny Vaccaro. <laughs> I know you're trying to avoid one. I'm lost. Oh, oh yeah. You're not a big Kobe fan, are you? Yeah, I forgot. I actually, I just forgot about Kobe. Mm. But yeah, I'm not a Kobe guy. What NBA player do you like? If you don't like MJ, LeBron, Kobe, like what stars your favorite star? Shaq. Okay, I can, I can like, I like that. Shaq's, Shaq's my Shaq's favorite cool. player of all time. Shaq's cool. I like Jokic now. Yeah, I like Jokic too. I like Giannis. I don't like Giannis that I much. I don't love Giannis. I don't like Giannis that much. I'm a much. big I'm Russell Westbrook guy. 
I like Russ. Giannis is a nice guy, but he doesn't impress me as a basketball player. He just impresses me as a really strong human that happens to be 6'9", or like 6'11", or whatever he is. I like Dame. Dame's cool. I've always been a big Dame guy. Jimmy Butler. I like C.J. McCollum. I, I don't like think C.J. McCollum's in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, 11.07, I asked you to get ready uh, an hour or two to give me your Christmas list, your Christmas list for your sports teams. What do you want for your sports teams for Christmas uh, as we head into 2024? We'll get into that on the other side, but uh, right now, I need one more Sam 7. On the spot. On the spot. Give me your top seven. No okay. research. I had to okay. get it from you. I had I wanted to surprise it with surprise you with it. See what you could see what you could throw together. Okay. I like that. Um all right, we'll start at seven, I guess. Um on the fly, Sam seven. Can I at least look at like the NFL standings to just like get a picture of what I feel like is all right. Sam seven. Here we go. Coming Come on. In at number seven, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I, I think it's kind of that time of the year that I'm just going to have to start putting the Chiefs back into the top seven. I, I've said it that they're not back, but I think they're going to get back. Um, you know, they, they kind of struggle with the Patriots there in the first half and then. Uh, you know, score 13 in the in the third quarter and, and have an impressive second half. Uh, you know, I, I think that they can probably win two out of the last three, hopefully probably the last three for them. Uh, but I think the Chiefs are inevitable. I'm going to put them at seven right now. Uh, coming in at number six, I'm going to go, I think the Eagles. Honestly, all I think the, way the down Eagles. At six. I think all the way down to six. Um, three in a row. Yeah, we've we've talked about it on the show this week, but I think the Eagles are are clearly not playing their best football. Um, you know, I, I think it's kind of fair to say that maybe they've lost two of their best coaches now. I mean, you, you have Jonathan Gannon making that Cardinals team competitive, and you've got uh, Shane Steichen over there in Indianapolis uh, creating a, a playoff team right now with the backup quarterback, and, and Nick Sirianni is kind of just assume that he's getting back to back to the Super Bowl, and the, this Eagles team is is not playing good football right now. Uh, they've got a pretty easy end to their schedule. I think they need to go three and zero, but I'm going to put the Eagles all the way down at six for me right now. Uh, number five, number five. The Eagles really plus eighteen point differential. They've lost three in a row. I think they might think, be a sneaky first round bounce in the playoffs. I think they could be full on collapse candidate bounce if they don't win this weekend. Is there a chance that they can play the Rams? If they play the Rams, they're going to lose. Yeah. Can they play the Rams? Maybe. Yeah. Probably. The, yeah. Potentially. I um, think. Uh, I mean, I think the NFC South winner is probably locking up that last spot of the, you know, division winners in the playoffs. So they'll probably play the highest wild card. That's where the Rams are right now, but. I think, I mean, anything can happen still with these three games left, how jumbled it is. So, yeah, they could play. Yeah. Okay. Number five? Number five, number five, number five. Um, I'm going to go to the Detroit Lions. I feel like they're not playing the 
football that they were kind of playing at the start of the year, but they're finding a way to win games, and I think that's impressive. Um, you know, obviously they've they've got a hold of of the NFC North there, so you can get a home playoff game. Um, and, and you know, I, I like the coaching in Dan Campbell, and I, and I think that they've got the pieces to to be able to to get a you know a good performance in the playoffs, hopefully for them. Uh, but you've got the Vikings here twice and the Cowboys then the year. Uh, you know, you, you'd like to probably at least split with the Vikings. Uh, but, you know, I, I think you're kind of hoping to beat the Vikings twice because the Cowboys are a hot team right now. Uh, speaking of number four, coming in at number four, um, uh, not the Cowboys, actually. I'm going to put the Dolphins. <laughs> the Miami um, Dolphins. I've got four. the Dolphins at four. Um, you know, obviously they get tested with, with the Titans there two weeks ago and, and shocked on Monday Night Football. A big bounce back against the Jets. Uh, this is a, a huge prove it three weeks for the Dolphins. We're going to find out what kind of football team they are, uh, you know, here in the last three weeks of the season playing the Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills. Um, I think there's, you know, there's potential for me that this Dolphins team and the Bills, the Bills are at eight for me right now, but I think there's potential where the Bills just flip-flop with the with the Dolphins, three to eight. Um, or sorry, four to eight. Coming in at three, then, I'm going to go the Dallas Cowboys. I think the Cowboys um, are playing pretty good football, man. You know, obviously, they get smacked by the Bills last week, but I think that's kind of a testament to how hard the Bills are playing right now. Uh, and I think the Cowboys, similar to the Dolphins, have a little bit of uh, a prove-it stretch to their year uh, here with, you know, they played the Dolphins, the Lions, and the Commanders to end the year. So, you know, you're hoping that they can go two and one there uh, and kind of reverse some of the some of their trends in in the playoffs. Coming in at number two, I'm going to go the Baltimore Ravens. Um, yeah, they, they continue to play really solid football, uh, you know, beat the Jags last week pretty handily. Uh, the Ravens, another team with a with a tough stretch here, uh, a huge matchup on Monday night, uh, you know, Christmas Christmas football is going to be electric with Ravens 49ers. Uh, those are the two best teams in the league. I have the the 49ers at number one. Uh, the 49ers really just feel unbeatable right now to me. Like this is a this is a team that really is starting to hit their stride late into the season. I think the 49ers feel great about where they're at right now uh, and, and kind of the the production that they're getting from their best players. Potential uh, potential Super Bowl preview this weekend? Yeah, I think so. I think there's definitely a chance that that's a potential Super Bowl preview. In my head, there's no way the 49ers aren't in the Super Bowl, which, I think is, so which probably means there's no way they do make the Super Bowl. But uh, they're, I mean, we could go number one sizable gap and then two through seven mm -hmm. in Sam seven. That's just how good the 49ers have been. Uh, so I have them number one for me, uh, number two. At this point, I, I have um, have the Ravens still. Just the level of consistency from them is unmatched compared to some of those teams you try to compare them to. Um, but that where that that is kind of where it gets tough. Like one and two feel good, and then three through kind of ten, like all feel like flawed teams. And and you like it, I, I don't know any team I want to pick as number three I think of a game or a moment mm -hmm. that scares me away from it, uh, but I think think I'd pr who was your three again you had I had the Cowboys you had the Cowboys 
I would like to do that, but then I think about the way they just got beat by the Bills. Yeah. But then I'd like to go with like maybe the Eagles, but they lost three in a row. I'd like to go with the Dolphins, but they still feel like frauds. You know, I want to go with the Lions, but they haven't played defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just won't come up with a three through seven here. That was tough on you. Good job. Thank you. Sam Seven. Um, I probably would have gone with the Buffalo Bills or the, the Rams at seven okay. instead of the Chiefs. Yeah. I really like this Rams team. You know, we mentioned it a little bit at the end of the hour, but it's a defense that I think is playing better. They have some young pieces on offense. Obviously, three great playmakers and a quarterback in Matthew Stafford that doesn't get nearly, nearly the level of respect he deserves. He's been he's been a top five quarterback this year. Played like it. I love Matthew Stafford. I, I will always, always be a big Matthew Stafford guy. I think they are a team that's poised to make a run in the playoffs. Maybe a little Rams, 49ers, NFC Championship game. Hmm? 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 Works mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I am I, I am excited for this NFL weekend, though. We have some pretty pretty pivotal games. When you look at it, oh, I accidentally pulled up the NHL weekend. That's different. Go Preds. But uh, when you look at this weekend, right, you have obviously – uh, the, the massive game with the Ravens and 49ers, and, and maybe that doesn't have as big of playoff implications, but it has one-seed implications, and it'll just be cool to kind of see those teams play on, on a Monday night, on a Christmas night. Uh, but you go back through Saturday, 8-6 and six Bengals, 7-7 seven and seven Steelers, pretty important when it comes to that wild-card race. Feels like the Steelers are fading pretty quickly. Um feels like the Bengals are doing just enough at this point. And the Bengals are that sixth wild card right now, that second spot. Uh, the Steelers, if they lose this, it's probably it. You know, yeah. it's, probably, it's probably win or go home yeah, for the Steelers on Saturday. Uh, then you have the Bills at 8-6, and six, all of a sudden playing good football again. 12.5 point favorite Saturday. Uh, on Sunday, probably uh, the last chance for the Falcons to to still be a part of the NFC South race mm-hmm. at a 6 and 8 record but if the Colts get to 9 and 6 they feel like you know they're pretty close to a playoff spot heck they might win the AFC South uh Lions Vikings another massive game yeah Lions fighting for seeding Vikings fighting to get into the playoffs uh you know you keep going that Browns Texans game Case Keenum versus Joe Flacco who would have thought? Feels like a rerun of some kind, but I can't remember what game. <laughs> when I go be. to the the NFL Throwbacks YouTube page, yeah, yeah, remember that one time that Case Keenum and Joe Flacco duked it out in a noon game in Week 13. You've got like the the 2010 Fox NFL scoreboard down there. The weird robot guy. Yeah, I didn't like him. I loved him. I wasn't a fan. Why? What was that? Why did we do that? <laughs> Whose idea was that? Were they just sitting in a room in, in the Fox headquarters 20-something-odd years ago, and they said, you know what, Fox, Mr. Fox, Dr. Fox. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, Dr. Fox. You're doing such a lovely job with your with your football broadcast. The people are, are just absolutely dying for it. You guys deliver football to the people. They're tuning in. The score bug, beautiful broadcasters fantastic graphics are great but i just think we're missing one thing we want to compete with cbs we're just missing one thing better games no we need a robot 
Like, do you think like they, they have on the sidelines? Like, you know, he interviews <laughs> players, gets shots we can't otherwise. No, he's animated, animated, and he shows up on the screen in between commercial breaks. Do you think they just had a like a little sponsorship with like Transformers early in the Transformer days, and then they just had some of the Transformers like on the screen, and they were like, mm, I kind of like that. Like, maybe let's just get this this big old robot to just waltz around our screen. Yeah. Anyway, big football weekend. Big football weekend. Uh, fraud Bowl, too. Cowboys Dolphins. How could I forget? Yeah. We're going to figure out who's the real fraud and who's probably still a fraud. I'm also I'm pretty excited for Jags Bucks. You know the Bucks are a three-point favorite in this game? Really? What if the Jags fell all the way out of the playoffs? I kind of want that to happen. That'd be fun. In but terms it would of suck of if like the Jags get like a third place schedule. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good point. I uh, I don't know who I who I want to to win the AFC South as just a Titans fan. I don't like the Texans because of the whole uniform beef and the whole JJ Watt thing. Because he dominated you on Twitter. The Jags fans they really have upset me the last year so i think maybe i'm rooting for the colts no i'm going for the texans i respect d'amico ryan's i like what i like he's Gardner building, Minshew, man and i like cj stroud i like Gardner Minshew. i just don't like the colt i can't root for the colts donovan writes in said he just now got in service to tune in let's have a great friday y'all have a merry christmas appreciate the duo y'all have become just a couple of good dudes Aw. Oh. Let's go. Donovan, making me feel good. Love Donovan. Making me feel really good. Yeah, Donovan, we love you too. Merry Christmas, my friend. Yeah, I hope you have a good Christmas yeah, with we, your We family. do. Yeah, really appreciate uh, really appreciate you listening every day and interacting mm-hmm. with us. It's always a good time. I like talking with you. So uh, appreciate it, man. Merry Christmas, Donovan. Uh, someone else wrote in, how could I forget? Tommy Davis asked me, how could I forget the best 24? And it's a gif of, of Jeff Gordon. Oh, his, his, of course. His car. Of course, of course. I loved Jeff Gordon when I was a kid. Yeah. I was a big Jeff Gordon guy. I had a Jeff Gordon baseball on my bookshelf. <laughs> yeah. Signed? Big or Jeff just Gordon like a... guy. Nope, not signed. Just a Jeff Gordon baseball. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, I guess speaking of, of listeners also, uh, I don't know if you're listening or not. I know you're back home for the holidays, but if you are, you are most days. Merry Christmas, or I mean, not Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas too, but a uh, happy birthday, Matthew. Yeah. Yeah, so happy it's Matthew's birthday, Matthew. birthday today. Shout out. Shout One out. One of our, our loyal Blitz listeners, mm-hmm. Matthew. Went to Chapel Hill with him. Happy birthday, my friend. I, I hope you're listening. I hope you have a, a great day. Oh, man, that's a tough birthday, the right before Christmas mm-hmm. one. I hope you enjoy it, though. Enjoy some time with your family and the holidays. And uh, we're going to catch a break on the other side, our Christmas list for the 2024 sports year. Ever been the jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle oh, man, back here on the Blitz. Jingle bell time and jingle bell time. Having a good day on this Friday. It's also my cousin's 21st birthday. Shout out. Just found that out. Or I remember that, actually. I, she's in Knoxville. Little 21st birthday in Knoxville. How about it? Oh, man. Happy birthday. Jingle bell time, Sam. It's a swell time to rock the night away. 
It's a good time to go over to the phone lines. Before we get into our Christmas list, we're going to take a call. We got Westchester on the line. Westchester, happy Friday and uh, Merry Christmas. Merry freaking Christmas and uh, happy birthday, Matthew. Yeah. Drink yeah. a beer for you later. Well, I say later, like a couple hours. I just got some stuff to do first. But, uh, guys, uh, I was on about beer number eight or nine last night watching that Kentucky-Louisville game. And I got I ended up kicking myself in the in the crotch, and uh, I couldn't enjoy that that game. And uh, I just kept thinking, man, this Louisville team is absolutely terrible. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, that was a stupid technical. Yeah, that, that bad pass, missed shot, defense. What's that? Uh, and it just it got me thinking that I, I hope to heck that they don't make the tournament. I mean, they're they are bad enough that they can not make it, right? Louisville. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are horrendous. Yeah, they are like outside of the top uh, 250 teams in the country right now in, in like Ken Palm rankings. Good, because there's nothing that would scare the hell out of me more than them like making a run and playing them in like the sweet in like the second round, like the round of 32. <laughs> you know, when they getting stuff together. <laughs> oh, oh I've, I've been a ball fan too long, haven't I? Yeah. I start thinking about that <laughs> after the game. Uh, John Calipari was pleading with Louisville media for uh, for Louisville to keep Kenny Payne around a little bit longer and let him do what he does. So. Probably not a great thing for Kenny Payne when your your biggest rival is saying, "Hey, don't don't fire that guy. Keep him around. We like we like playing him every year." I uh, here's my thing about Christmas this year is it's, it's a it's a little weird because part of my routine for the last oh I don't know how many years has revolved around you know Fox Sports Knoxville and the current lineup of shows and. It's changed a little bit throughout the time, the formats and the, not the formats, but the, the show times have changed and the shows have changed and the hosts have changed. And I hear that you know they made the announcement yesterday of the the new guy and uh, John Reed are going to have that morning show slot from what I assume is still going to be seven to ten, I believe they said. And then the drive is uh, getting Houston, and which is good because they do need an adult on that show. Um, <laughs> So that'll be nice for them. And, uh, you know, we haven't heard anything, anything about either of the other two time slots or other uh, available times or shows on that station. Y- y'all got anything you want to say on your last uh, show of the year? Or were you just going to make us wait till after after Tennessee loses the bowl game to Iowa and then just crush our soul more by, <laughs> by not being there for us? Um, so what I can, the hell are y'all doing? I, I can tell you this. I can tell you that Sam is moving to the morning show. He will be John and, and Bob's producer. Uh, we will be announcing the rest of our lineup, the, the middle part of the lineup, what's coming between, obviously, you know, the morning show and the drive. Uh, we'll make that announcement the start of the new year. So January 2nd is when we will reveal the rest of our lineup. Uh, but we have, we have a full lineup of, of local Local shows, you know, no national radio, no, none of that in the middle of the day. We'll we'll have shows rolling from, uh, from from ten to three, you know, and obviously the is, morning uh, show and the drive too. Is is Danny is is Danny is Danny White uh, Danny No Nugs is he uh is he in charge of y'all's publicity? Because I mean I can't get a word out of anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, as much as I would love to just tell everyone right now, uh, unfortunately, I'm under under strict. Uh, 
yeah, if you want a job, keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. There's a contract and there's a check and yeah, there's probably some language that says you want this, then you're gonna do this, and yeah, blah blah. I get it, guys. Uh, this been a, it's been a good year. Um, I uh, I'm still debating some some things in, in my head, but I'm I'm quickly running out of time, so I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the the current uh, unofficial official Westchester rankings of the of the shows uh, from uh, top to bottom. Let's go. All right. And uh, from actually, we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna go bottom to top. Bottom and, to uh, top. Uh, it's been a. You know, someone's someone's got to be there, guys, and I, maybe I'm. Maybe it's, it's probably an age gap thing, and uh, you. As much as y'all do a fantastic show, and as much as I do listen to it, as every chance I can, uh, somebody's gonna somebody's gotta take that 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 four slot. Sorry, guys, or five slot. I hate I hate to do it to you, but um, what what surprised me was when I was coming going through these that. As much as I love the big guy, uh, talk sports is it's my four because I just you can only take Cody and John arguing at each other, arguing with each other and yelling at each other for so long before you're just like, just go and go outside and you know put it on YouTube and y'all fight it out and have you know have something entertaining because have these two yell at each other like they're drunk at three a.m. It just gets old. So they they got the four, um, obviously three and. Three and Pal uh, gets the three. Um, just you know, they can't be. You can't do less than. You can't average less than five shows a week and be above three. So that's just that's just where that boils down to. There. Um, interesting to see if those shoes are filled or not on a on a on the new show. But uh, we'll be doing two, it every day. <laughs> <laughs> number two, the view and. Uh, Number one, what Jake's done with uh, turning that overtime program around, and uh, again, it's it's tough for me to put them at one because it's a lot of the same reasons that I that uh, you know you you your show and their show are a lot alike. Um, maybe it's just because I'm a lot more lubricated by the time they come on, and uh, <laughs> I can tolerate them a little bit better. But uh, guys, uh, no 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 hard feelings. I still love you. Um, don't worry, Charlie. You can still ignore me when we're out in public. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. Um, but I, I wish you guys a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and uh, hopefully Tennessee can uh, can win the bowl game. And uh, who really cares how bad the, the basketball team looked look last night? A win to win, and everyone has those games, and we just forget about it and move on. Amen. And uh, just be glad we won it. Guys, Amen. love you. Love your show. Thanks for what you do. We'll see you next year. See you next year, Westchester. Merry Christmas. Love you, too. Merry Christmas. On our on our last show together, <laughs> Westchester had to call in to let us know. Hey, by the way, <laughs> you're you're my least favorite. <laughs> Happy last show ever together, and uh, you're the fifth best show. <laughs> my 2024 Christmas Christmas list is just Westchester like my show. That's it. <laughs> uh, just, just Westchester's love. That's all I need. <laughs> so rattled right now. <laughs> Also, I've been ignoring him in public. Please know that that is that's not on purpose. Yeah, yeah, that'd be. I don't know about that one, Charlie. That's on you. Well, I can't attest. If to I that. ever have ignored you in in public, I, I apologize. That was never on purpose. <laughs> I like talking with everybody. I, I wouldn't mean to do that. I, 
sometimes I'm not paying attention too good, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, that wasn't on purpose. Anyway, uh, heading back over to the phone lines, I believe. Uh, we got another call rolling in here. We got Matthew on the line. Uh, Matthew. Sorry. Happy birthday, my friend. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Sam. Happy, uh, happy Eve before Christmas Eve, or I guess Eve Eve of Eve. The Eve Eve of Eve. <laughs> it's a couple of Eves away. Uh, I called in, you know, last day for the Blitz, and you know, I think it's poetic that Westchester basically just <laughs> critiqued the entire show. So I'm here to tell you guys, you guys are doing an incredible, an incredible job at what you do every <laughs> single day, and you guys are my favorite. And I know that we're all around the same age, but it's been so fun to listen to you guys, you know, talk sports and kind of, you know, build a great brand. Uh, I'm really proud of you, Charlie, for putting on a collared shirt this morning. I really <laughs> made my day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And then we got Sam over there with the repping the Scott Drew Baylor Bears. So that's yeah. always nice. Yeah, that's my Goodwill hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I'll say that I'm a little upset about, guys, um, and this is a, this is a positivity call, but you guys owe me some corn dogs and, and quesadillas after we get back from break. I might just have to eat nine nine hot dogs at once or nine corn dogs at once. Over, you know, I've got many corn dogs in my freezer right now, Matthew. Can I eat a lot of those today when I get home from the show and send you a picture of that? So I'm making. I'm actually making the the little like bacon wrapped. Uh, like the weenies, you know what I'm talking about, uh-huh. that you wrap. And like, I'm making those for a Christmas appetizer. I think nine of those equivalent to, what, 19? I think that would be a fair number. 19? Can you, hit, okay. can you get 19 of those? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I think I could get 19 of those down. I hope I have 19 left in my in my bag. I ate a couple of them a couple nights ago. But, yeah, I'll, I'll just eat as many as I can of those mini guys and send you a picture. That's fair. And then, Charlie, I guess for you, you're just going to have to hit cookout on the way home. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Charlie just has to eat a cookout quesadilla for the entire duration of that drive home. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, pulling out of Knoxville, uh, nine quesadillas, and just, oh, that sounds like a, the worst drive possible. A smelly drive. Yeah. Gentlemen, I know you, you, it's the last show of the day, so I figured we'd have to be a little nostalgic. But, uh, you know, looking back on for how long y'all have done this, is there either a game that y'all did the day after, you know, a show that you look back and you're like, man, that was a great two-hour second show. Like, favorite show you ever did, Charlie? Favorite? I See, I thought you were going to ask our least favorite, and I was immediately, the day after FAU, just hung over and sad and <laughs> lost in life. But uh, best show? <sighs> after beating Florida was a really good time. That was that a blast. That one felt like we were back. Because you were also heading into the Alabama. Like, yeah, like you hadn't gotten the glimpse of the glory yet. You just got a little taste, and you were like, ooh, we just beat Florida. We might be special. I mean, coming off of the Alabama game yeah, last that, year, I mean, too. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the obvious answer. That's that's the obvious answer, uh, but that is a good answer. Um, one of the shows with Andy where we really kind of got goofy with the draft and we were drafting uh, an army of, of college nicknames to fight <laughs> each other. Yeah. I had a good time with that one, Charlie. I liked our um, our American things draft. Yeah, yeah. cut off T-shirts, uh-huh. different measuring systems. Yeah, freedom. All of the drafts. The drafts are are some of my favorite things. Yeah, I think the drafts. That's probably probably the answer. Creating minute work Wednesday. 
I'll probably play that today. Going off, I'll I'll, I'll sign off with dubstep remix. <laughs> no, God no. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of those are kind of mine, Matthew. I think for me, I'm going to be a little selfish here, guys. But uh, it's the day that I had to watch our beloved King right there eat the always delicious oh. uh, nuggets that is uh, Chick Fil A. What about hot the, chip day? Yes, hot <laughs> chip day, Matthew. What about hot chip day? The gallon uh, milk on the face. Uh huh. Throwing up in the studio. The uh, the mystery BLT was my least favorite. I that, had a good time with that. That one was that ruined my stomach. Charlie in a suit day was a pretty good one. Yeah, for a week. Oh, even better. Forgot about that. it. Was for a week. Uh, Still doesn't know how to tie a tie either. It's hard yeah. to do. It's not that hard. <laughs> uh, guys, I'll get off here real quick. But just called in to say, you know, Sam, with if you're traveling this, you know, over break, just be safe. Um, guys, have a Merry Christmas. Uh, my one birthday wish uh, to all my listeners out there is, you know, in a world full of negativity, if you could just be a little bit kinder today to somebody, tell a loved one that you wouldn't normally talk to, that you wouldn't normally see, just tell them you care. Uh, it's really important that we talk about our mental health and just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. If I don't get to hear from you again, you know the drill. It's always go balls and have a safe and blessed holiday. Talk soon, boys. Love it, Matthew. Merry Christmas. What a nice message to leave us on, Matthew. Positivity. Positive vibes loving only. One well, loving one another. Mental health. It's important. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, Sam, your Christmas list for 2024. Yeah. You can ask for three gifts and three gifts only. Okay. Uh, number one on that list, and, and you know, it, it could honestly be all three of these. It's a it's a big, shiny left tackle for for the beautiful golden arm boy, whatever whatever John likes the, to call the golden arm, beautiful baby boy, Will yeah, Levis, my or... beautiful baby golden arm rocket. I don't know, <laughs> rocket boy, rocket boy. <laughs> I want a left tackle for that man though. Will Levis has shown me the potential that he can be a franchise quarterback for us. We just haven't gotten a chance to see because uh, our offensive line is imploding by the time he gets an opportunity to throw the ball. So. There's two guys in the draft that are sitting right there in, in Joe Alt and Ola Fashanu. Um, I'm personally more of a Joe Alt fan, but it's Big kind Joe of a Alt it's guy. kind of a pick your poison, I think, too. Um, but yeah, Joe Alt is at the top of my Christmas list. I uh yeah, I can't lie. That was just also number one on my Christmas list. I was trying to I was trying to audible here since you took it, but Maybe if we double down, it'll just actually happen. Uh, number one on my list is also a left tackle. Please. 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 A right please. tackle I'll settle for. Uh, some guards I'll settle for, too. A center, maybe. But but please, Santa, please bring me a, a left tackle. One that can block all the, the bad guys from getting to Will Levis and make us all happy. I could do a Titans Christmas list. Yeah, Not they need all. a lot. I don't. I don't do know. That? I don't know what Santa can do for this team, but but hopefully enough. Uh, what's what's next on your Christmas list? We um, both are asking for a left tackle, dear Santa. You know, Mr. Santa. Beard this here. might be greedy. This might be greedy, but can I get a right tackle too? <laughs> can I get one more pitcher for the Braves? I wanna. I wanna. I wanna top. I want a top starting pitcher. Uh, you know, it kind of felt like in in free agency the Braves were gonna maybe make a splash with a trade or, or you know, sign a big name. Uh, but you didn't really see that. And, you know, I, I trust what Anthopolis is doing, and there's still a couple guys out there, uh, you know, for the taking and everything. But you, you revamped a lot of your 
a lot of your pitching rotation and, you know, send a couple young guys off. So, uh, you know, getting one more high-level starter with a couple of guys approaching free agency and stuff like that, that that's might be a little greedy, but it's on my Christmas list. It's kind of like that gift that you throw out to your parents. It's a little expensive, and you're like, hmm, what about this? And, like, if they agree to it, it's, like, awesome. But if not, okay. You just I, I'm asking. I, I'm, I'm going to get greedy here, too. Okay. This is my big ask, Santa. Please. Please, please, please. The Nationals to win more than 60 games? <laughs> Whoa, man. <laughs> you shut up, okay? That was, you that just was shut mean. up. That was mean. That was a Cole in the stocking type message. Yeah. Yeah, now you're not getting your shiny pitcher. Yeah, probably. You loser. All right. What's your greedy What's your please, greedy Santa, wish? may I please have a Final Four? <laughs> oh, I like that one. Yeah, not even, not even asking to win a, a game in the Final Four. Not even asking to win... Uh, you know, a national championship, not asking for a national championship appearance. I mean, I'm not not asking for that, too, but just a Final Four. Man, I just want to see it so bad. I want to enjoy it. I want to I want to go travel to Phoenix. This would be a great place for it, too. It's just a free, you know, not free, but a, a good reason to, to go see our buddies. Yeah, Go would. watch Tennessee basketball it in the would. Final Four. I just want to ex- – I want to know that feeling so bad. the The week of build up where <laughs> you are the national storyline. Like four you, teams there's, playing. There's four, and you're one of them. Like I just, I'm gonna cry. the The second in my life I ever see a Tennessee in a Final Four, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry, mm-hmm. tears of joy. I want it so bad, man. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's gotten one, man. Yeah, everyone, and not us. Yeah. Why not us? Why not us? Please, Santa. Give us a final four. What I'm having a tough one with for? my last one. Yeah. It's football. It's Tennessee football related, but I don't know which one to ask for. I'm also asking for for something for Tennessee football. Um, Just a little stocking stuffer, though. I know I got greedy with the final four. Okay. I'm still going to get greedy, oh. I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with – this is tough, but I think I'm going to go with this one because for the overall. Uh, a home college football playoff game in Neyland Stadium. Oh, that's a good ask. That's a good ask. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a very good Because you don't have to be top four, but you can be at home. I, uh, it's not too greedy, but it's realistic. I want to home playoff game in Neyland Stadium so bad. Oh, golly, man. That's, what does that sound like? Nothing. It's like deafening. A, a, a deafening to the point it sounds like ear. nothing. I... Uh, that's that's probably what I'm most excited for when it comes to next year's college football season is Seeing just home. The, the home playoff games. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. And, and you know, not only I mean, is it just going to be fantastic to see some of the big time atmospheres in college football with playoff stakes and, and the crowd that comes with it, but just like we're we're going to get to see some big time Power Five programs play each other in, in buildings we typically don't see them play each other in. That's what I'm most excited for. Oh man. Oh man, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna be so nice. A Tennessee home playoff game. That's a great ask. I was just going to ask for an above average secondary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like a good one or an elite one or anything like that. Just above average. Yeah. Just good enough. Can we just have a secondary that's good enough, please, Santa? I'm not asking for much. A left tackle, a final four appearance, and a secondary that's above average. We can do it together. We can do it. Final segment of The Blitz coming up next. 
Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. All right, final segment. Final segment of the year. We got a wheel. We got a wheel with five topics on it. We'll just spin it and see how many we can get through before we leave. Okay. Sorry, with six topics. All right. Couldn't come up with a better, better, a better end, better wheel. But uh, it starts with the wheel. Starts with the wheel and it ends with the wheel. Starts with the wheel and ends with Poetic. the wheel. The wheel is just up oh, spinning the wheel. All right, we got a Vols hypothetical here. We got a Vols hypothetical popping up on the wheel. What is it? Well, what's more likely, an Elite Eight in basketball this year or a playoff appearance in football next year? It's a good hypothetical. Oh, man. Both? I think I think it's – I mean, I think you got like a 40% chance one of those two things happens at least. I think it's marginally closer that you get to a playoff. Just because of how hard it is to win in the NCAA tournament. I mean, Tennessee, Tennessee should pr- hopefully be like a, a one or a two seed. So say you're a two seed. You need to beat a 15. Then you need to beat a 10 or a 7. And then to get to the Elite Eight, you need to beat at best a three. A three seed. To get to the to the college football playoffs, we think... You know, you got to win the nine games that you should win and then beat either Oklahoma, Alabama, or Georgia. I'd say Elite Eight feels more likely with this team just by a stretch, you know, but uh, I'd probably settle Elite Eight. Where are you at? I think I'm a little closer to the playoff. How come? Just because of, of how hard it is to win in the tournament? How hard it is to win in the tournament. It I don't want to sound like a college football. Yeah, but I think it's going to be easier to be a top 12 team. And I think we are a top 12 team next year. I think that offense reloads, and I think your defense improves a lot. It's close. I think it is really close. Like, I think this is a, it's definitely an Elite Eight team in, in basketball. It's just, you know, we haven't gotten to an Elite Eight. We. All right, next topic spinning the wheel. Spinning the wheel. Wheel <laughs> is just the Citrus Bowl. Score f- 17 points. That's that's what we need to do to win? Probably. Does 10 points win the Citrus Bowl? Probably. Seven might. I think I think two touchdowns wins the Citrus Bowl. 14, it definitely does. They're not scoring two touchdowns on you, I don't think. Yeah, I... Um, I still wonder how good the Iowa defense is without Cooper DeJean just because yeah. they don't actually have to play many threats to score in the Big Ten. You know, they, they've played two good teams this year and and got beat a combined, what, 56 to nothing, 57 to nothing? I would love to drop a 40-burger on Iowa. Yeah, I guess the Splat. biggest question is, is what's the quarterback situation going to look like and I mean, I think you have to assume that Joe Milton's playing, but then every once in a while you just keep kind of hearing some nuggets that he might not. So maybe, maybe you get to see some Nico. I, I'd hope that maybe he at least gets some some run time in the game. But I mean, if you're going to start, we said that you're the last start four Joe, Joe's just going to play. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what I'm most excited for in 2024? Not to have to talk about Joe Milton anymore. <laughs> not no more. Well, maybe we can get a half a Nico. No more of that talk. I'm excited to just get it over with and watch him run out of eligibility. Uh, next topic wheel is just 11:52. We're running out of time. What are we gonna get? What are we gonna get? Four more topics left. The Dodgers adding Yamamoto last night. Yeah, screw them. <laughs> Paid them a, a lot of money uh, to get bounced by a team with like 85 wins in the first round of the playoffs. It is, uh, or they just win the World Series. One of the two. It is a little funny. I mean, they're they're going to win like 118 games. Oh yeah, they'll do great in the regular season, and then they'll lose in the first round, or and then the we'll get Series. yeah. It is. I don't know. Does it seem like a problem that one team has spent 1.17 billion dollars this off season when the rest of the sport has combined, or when 15 other teams have combined to spend 50 million? <laughs> So one team again, one point one seven billion with the B billion dollars this offseason alone. That's what they've spent. And fifteen teams that combined to spend fifty million. Feels like an issue. I don't know how you fix it. It's not like it's the Dodgers' fault either for no, if you spending got it, the money they it, got. I guess. But I don't know how you really go back and fix it either. It's not like you can just drop in a salary cap or you know, it's just I think you just got to root for them to lose and hope that they spend all that money for no reason. <laughs> I think you need a, I think you need a salary floor. I think you should force teams mm. to spend a certain amount on their payroll. Force teams to be more competitive. Uh, but the Dodgers, yeah, they're annoying. That's yeah. the worst. Meh. All right, wheel is just Cody's going to get a Yamamoto jersey, I heard. That'd be funny. <laughs> Texas and Washington, who you got? Um, I'm going to roll with Washington. Yeah, I'm I'm rolling with DeBoer, DeBoer and the boys, and and Penix. Uh, I think they've got dogs, and I think they're gonna, you know, they're gonna go toe to toe. You know, obviously offensively, I think that's probably the best offense in the country left. So, I like Washington. Yeah, really, uh, really a, a toss up of a game here. A tight, I think it's a shootout, field goal win, a tight contest. Uh, I think. You know, we don't, we don't really give enough credence to what coaches with a month's worth of time are going to be able to craft a better advantage. You know, we're going to be able to craft a better game plan. Like, who can really take advantage of that time? You mentioned Kalen DeBoer. He's 103-11 and in his coaching career. Started at Sioux Falls, the Great Plains Conference. Went 11-2, and 14-0, and 13-1, 14-0, 15-0. Then at Fresno State, 3-3, 9-3. And now at Washington, eleven and two and thirteen and zero. Crazy. He's won every bowl game he's coached in. He won three NAIA national championships. I'm going with the board too. I am. I'm going with Washington. Uh, wheel is just. We got two topics left. This could work out. Michigan, Alabama. What's your prediction? Uh, it was Alabama, and then I've seen some things about a lot of money being on Alabama. So I'm going to go Michigan. I'm going to take the sharp side, maybe. I don't have a great feel for this. I don't, I don't. either. I don't. I don't really know exactly what to expect, but I think I think Alabama's going to be able to force J.J. McCarthy to throw the ball, and I think if he's being forced to throw the ball a little bit too much, that favors Alabama. Uh, and again, you go back to coaches having 
you know, a month to get ready and craft a game plan. Nobody's better at that than Nick Saban. So a month of surveillance, though, for Michigan. That's a good point. Good counterpoint. <laughs> uh, I got Alabama, though. I think we're going to end up with an Alabama and Washington be a fun national game. championship. That'd be a fun game. Bama Texas could be weird. Bama Texas would be strange. Yeah, I'm kind of not rooting. I don't for want that. that. Yeah, I, I'm good with any other matchup besides. I Bama, would prefer. Texas. I, I really want to see Washington. Me too. But I'm very excited for Washington Texas. That's the game I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, all right. The last topic. We don't need to spin it. It's just your best bet. How about that? The wheel really is just. The wheel really is just. It's save best bet for the final spin. It's the best bet for the rest of your life, Sam. We're never doing this again. <laughs> best bet for the rest of my life. For the life. rest of your life. Um, we can always just keep talking, too. It's not like I don't have has one. a show today. I don't have the best bet for the We could do it. Should we? <laughs> No, we I'm good. Go. Yeah, I'm good. We don't have anything else. We already spun our wheel. I don't really have a best bet, to be honest with you. No. <laughs> the Do final you? best bet, and you have nothing? I mean, ever again? All right. You I know just, what? No, there's no, such no, a don't, long don't, time. There's such a long time to. To do, like, I don't know what we do this every day. I don't Sam. know what to rack my brain with. We do this every day. You can, but but now you can just you can pick the NFL. You can pick a bowl game eight days from now. You can pick a college game tonight. We do this every day. I'm gonna pick James Dude. Madison minus twenty one and a half against Morgan State. Tonight. It feels like you rushed that. No, it feels like you rushed that. I don't think I did. Thank you, Mike. I like it. All right, you know what? I like it too. Fine then. Uh, my <laughs> best bet: it's the Valero Alamo Bowl Thursday night. I like Arizona minus three. I like Arizona minus three a lot. You know, you're looking at an Oklahoma team that's replacing a quarterback, an offensive line, and an offensive coordinator. You're looking at an Arizona team that's looking to put an exclamation mark on a really big season for Jed Fish. I think that they uh, beat up on Oklahoma. I like Arizona. JMU minus one and a half in their bowl game. No, it's too late. You already you already gave us JMU against more. You're you're a big Dukes guy, I guess. I'm, I'm all in on the Dukes. All right. Well, uh, that's it. That's wow. It for us. Wow. Let me get uh, a work one yeah, more time on the way work. out. I got to get minute work here. Well, to uh, to everyone that has tuned in at any point in the last year and a half with me and Sam here on the Blitz, shout out Andy Brock as well, who was with us for a while. I appreciate it. Yeah. Again, this is not just like goodbye forever, but it's goodbye for a couple weeks, and then we'll have something different. Things will look a little bit different during the day. So, uh, Charlie, thank you. Sam, it's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure. My friend. Graduating from the, the Charlie Collier School of Broadcasting. Go I'll, do me proud. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. All right. Well, uh, love you guys. Have a Merry Christmas and a, and a Happy New Year. Uh, appreciate you guys. This has been The Blitz. For Sam Beard, I'm Charlie Collier. See you later. See you later.